welcome. Okay. I've done some research. Statistics show that unless it's Jesus or their mama some black folks just won't move a fucking muscle. Imagine playing cards with a competitor you just can't seem to beat. The reality of it is that you've always had the right play. It's just your so-called peers and partners not making plays. So instead of all the hustlers loving it just to see one of y'all make it. You'll be all on the sideline, looking dumb. Meanwhile the white people have learned to network for net worth. Splendid work Negroes, bravo, fucking bravo. Good morning, it's Pookie P713, I'm your host of Chill by Topic Discussion CBD. Um, yes sir, ladies and gentlemen, it's, um, you know, that time of morning when I get this shit together and bring it to you, man. Um, I'm about to roll these leaves and got my coffee already together, but I still got a little work to do, so I'm gonna take a small little break and get your own brought into the show like I usually do. We'll get the step in, man. Boy, P-double-O, man. Peace. What I need you to do is stock up. And then you can sit the fuck down. And stop breathing on me. Some body order Chick-fil-A. A bitch is hungry. Just make something up. That's your specialty, isn't it? Chill by top of discussion. It's your boy, Pookie P713, man. Uh... Finally got my shit together. I done stepped outside. You know, I always, you know, do a little segment. Uh, get a little fresh air. Smoke a little You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I want to touch on some shit. I'm going to get into it. Um, while back, I did a little segment. You know what I'm saying? About, uh, motherfuckers being aggravated. You know what I mean? Being angry. Being motivated. And I kind of see the motivation subsiding, man. I'm telling y'all. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. The protesting dwindled down, you know what I'm saying, the president talking hot shit, he done jumped up and basically, in so many words, you know, done chose a side, man, you know, so it's it's uh, Donald Trump and his counterparts versus the Black Lives Matter movement and what we got going, so uh, ultimately, if the motherfucker was actually smart, he could have pandered to the black vote and got reelected, but... You know, you got your own motherfucking shit. You trying to let your nuts hang. You trying to show out for your people. So he done, he gonna tie rent himself to the motherfucking hive. What that bitch don't know is they baking the cake for that motherfucker. The minute he step out of office, he might be in some motherfucking hand cause on some real shit. That's P-double-O's take on it, man. Uh, chill by topic discussion. Be sure to fuck with us. We are doing Facebook gaming. Under Chill by Top of Discussion Gaming. We got a Facebook page, Chill by Top of Discussion. Follow me, Pookie P713. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well. Um, we're pretty much everywhere, man. Discord, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, man. Look at you Google Pookie P713 or you Google Chill by Top of Discussion. You're going to be what you need to be. P double O. Peace. What's up, people? P double O, Pookie P seven one three. This one, uh, this gonna be like an unofficial segment. I'm gonna throw it in on the podcast, but this is more like a brain fart than anything. I'm actually uh currently rolling a blunt, so that's the shit on my mind. I thought I spit it on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, man, I wanna go on record saying something. You ever fuck? First of all. Black people as a whole, as a unit, it's already hard for us to come together and support each other. So it's like you know each other, you know each other's family. If some kids got something going on, church funks, you know we all for the get down. Family reunions, we all for the get down. But just on some normal shit, motherfuckers don't be coming together trying to help nobody, man. So I done made it my new motherfucking mission in life to just be more receptive, less conflictual. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just genuinely approach all situations with an open mind, open heart, and give the other person the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that shit's kind of biting me in my ass as I move forward here at this point in life. But it's cool because the minute you reveal yourself, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no problem cutting the motherfucker off. It's like clockwork. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fuck up, nigga, out of there, like. I done made it too motherfucking far to be, like, backtracking, backbiting, giving motherfucker third, fourth chance and shit like that. But the point I want to make, though, is the fact that it don't matter what the fuck you do 
positive motherfucker be waiting for that negative. See, that's why I don't go hard with posting social media shit with me, my kids, my wife, the shit I do. Nigga, we do every motherfucking thing everybody else do. Straight up. And probably and probably more. But the fact of the matter is, nigga, I ain't taking a picture of every motherfucking plate I eat, every venue I step in, every motherfucking location I go. Because I'm enjoying myself, and I'm trying to enjoy myself. And then I just started thinking about it. It's like motherfuckers that don't fuck with you or look at your social media profile and think they know you. But you ain't got but one-fourth of the story because I'm making sure I ain't putting out but one-fourth of the motherfucking story. I'm actually trying to be as inter, as non-interpersonal as possible. You know what I'm saying? But uh, ultimately, the fact of the matter is, you know, the fact that you've been in the same relationship X amount of years, you got X amount of kids, you take care of all your motherfucking business. Technically, you know what I'm saying? You, I hold two separate different licenses that guarantee fucking tease me a goddamn high paying job. I ain't gonna say high paying job, but I can bring home a, a rack of better. Somewhere between a rack and two, and two racks of goddamn wheat with what I'm working with. You know what I'm saying? So I don't sweat the technique on that little bullshit. But I find it funny that with all the shit you trying to create, trying to do the podcast, we got the game and shit going. I'm trying to create avenues, venues, working on trying to set up other shit, businesses and all kind of other shit, man. Working with other cats I know that got CDLs, working with other barbers that I know, like trying to fucking create a network and get some shit going. But the motherfuckers that's supposed to be in your inner circle get to harping on bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with the cost of tea in China. It don't pay no motherfucking bills. And all it's simply doing is driving the wedge of what the fuck we trying to got going. It's like, if I'm trying to build something, then why the fuck is you being counteractive with your speech? You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, I be feeling like, you know what? In my lifetime, nigga, the motherfuckers that have come through and fuck with me, it was all for their personal gain. It was all for... Some type of come up on the end. It wasn't for my fucking come up. Because I've always done what I do. I've always known who I've known. And I can count on one hand the motherfuckers I done went to and asked for shit. So with that being said. You know what I'm saying. If a nigga don't like what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Fuck it bro. It's cool. You know what I'm saying. Like you ain't. I'm, I'm not begging nobody to listen to me. You know what I'm saying. It's like I'm not. I'm not begging. It's like. Nigga even when I was doing music. I'm doing this shit because I love to do this shit. And yes, it's cool to have a following or a liking or whatever. But nigga, before social media, fool, I was doing my motherfucking thing. So now that I've gotten older and not in the music game, but I got into this podcast and shit, got into this game streaming shit. I'm trying to set this game streaming up for my kids, bro. I'm trying to create generational wealth. I don't got time to be arguing with no rusty ass niggas, dog. P double O. Chill by top of the special P. Double O, Pookie P713, CBD, chill by top of discussion. We back in this thing. Bro, I just had a freaking giggle session like a motherfucker. Hey, I'm sitting there listening to um, <clears throat> Watch the Throne, you know what I'm saying? I'm like a musical connoisseur. I'm a little country, little rock and roll, you know, so I listen to old school throwback shit sometimes. You know, whatever new school. It's jamming, I'm with it. But, uh, listen to the Watch the Throne, that boy Kanye was like, bro. That nigga say, what'd he say? I told him run a bubble bath and floating that motherfucker like a hovercraft and then soaking that motherfucker till I call you back. Who says shit like that doesn't that? But when I actually start thinking about that shit, that shit was funny as fuck, dog. But uh, I'm high as hell. But uh, I ain't gonna laugh about it right now. I spent the last 10 minutes just looking at myself in the mirror, just imagining that shit, dog. Like, if I actually said that shit to a bitch, like, that shit was fucking funny, dog. Anyway, um, on some real shit, real serious, positive no shit, uh, some brothers out of street, boy, man, them motherfuckers ain't having it, bro. They taking up arms, dog, and they showing up and showing out, dog. Um, they actual name. I can't pull it right now on top of my dome, but uh, me and my wife joke about it. It's the, I don't give a fuck, coalition. Nigga, show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I tell you what, though. It's going to take that type of, um, 
you know, spark to um, keep the message going, keep the shit going, because we don't take up arms, man. We ain't got to use arms, but we don't at least try to take them up and be able to have a peaceful protest without a motherfucker trying to manhandle us any which way. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to make no progress, so kudos to them fellas, man, that's um, actually putting their necks out on the line, dog, because... At any time, shit can go awry. But strength in numbers. You know what I'm saying? And you got each one of them motherfucking brothers walking around, you know, carrying 50, 60, 100 goddamn round clips. Uh, There's going to be some aggravates going on. You did. Hello, motherfucker. Just make something up. That's your specialty, isn't it? Seven one three CBD. Chill by type of discussion. I'm your host. Um, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a couple weeks since we actually done none one of these old things here, man. We've been working on our gaming outlets, trying to get this revenue, get this bread, because podcasting don't pay the bills. But it's a passion we love, and hopefully one day we'll get to the paying the bills. Anyway, the real shit is, um, I want to cover what is really going on with this stupid ass like racism revival you know what i'm saying because you know since the death of george floyd um we've had more deaths you know what i'm saying we actually had vanessa gillian pass away that's like a whole nother thing i'm not even gonna tackle right now what i'm about to get into right now is um you know it's just stupid ass i'm sorry i've been racist all this time let me go ahead and correct that now that this brother's been choked out by this policeman this is Obviously, I can't put it, you know what I'm saying? I can't word this shit no differently. But ultimately, what we're going to get down to is um, we're going to start with the Aunt Jemima thing, which was fucked up. I didn't even realize it until you said it. See, that'd be the fucked up part about it. You know what I'm saying? We've been conditioned to just roll with shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even with the with the, the surnames and all that shit, we've just been conditioned to roll with what they have laid out for us so <clears throat> moving on uncle ben you know what i'm saying come on bro i guess y'all gonna fuck with famous names i even made a joke or post about uh i guess they gonna make you know fuck start fucking with michael mcdonald about you know singing in black voice i mean i don't understand how <clears throat> you're gonna bring racism into shit that ultimately we didn't see as racist you know what I'm saying? Like the master bedroom thing. Really? You know, what y'all see is, is racist. We see as a mechanism to let our fucking kids know don't come up in my goddamn room. This is the master bedroom. I run this shit. This my house. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I can see where it, it stemmed from racism. But we never looked into it that deep. Nobody never even gave a fuck till you said something. Now it's like, oh, so you bitches been being racist toward us the whole motherfucking time, right in a nigga face, you know what I'm saying? The Confederacy, the naming of the, the buildings, the monuments, the statues, the this, the this. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just some ultimate bull motherfucking shit. Sit your asses down. You know, that's why I'm not for the renaming of the, of the Redskins, Washington Redskins. Fuck it, you done had it for 50 goddamn years, and now all of a sudden, one brother gets killed in H-Town, which was, I mean, from H-Town, by a police officer. And, and now, all of a sudden, y'all worried about what Kaepernick was talking about. Now, all of a sudden, there's a resurgence and you know, oh, we've been fucking over black people. Let's get this shit right. I mean, wh- why the fuck y'all haven't had this shit right all the time? Why haven't nobody been doing checks and balances the whole fucking time? How come when you're in these fucking board meetings and you um, having these goddamn uh, product production and ad campaign um you know what i'm saying when you're coming up with your uh your demographic for who you're trying to market to you know what i'm saying you know good and goddamn well you're in there hollering urban market uh black people you know good and motherfucking well what you're doing mcdonald's been doing this shit for years you ain't seen a goddamn mcdonald's commercial with now white person on that bitch buying now item off now dollar motherfucking menu all you see is Negroes and Negroes and more Negroes smiling and grinning and selling Big Macs left and motherfucking right. It's, it's been going on since Tyrese was singing on the motherfucking bus for Coca-Colas and Big Macs, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, 
just the overt motherfucking racism that they've been pushing on us because we are like the largest consumers. So, of course, they're going to pedal to us. Of course, they're going to try to make sure everything is glitzy so we can run out and buy that motherfucking shit. But the fucked up part about this shit is they're going to give you that same motherfucking shit at a 23% interest rate higher than the motherfucker, and they'll give you the white man or the white woman that exact same product, household item, and or whole motherfucking house. They'll give that motherfucker that same goddamn shit at a 12% or lower motherfucking interest rate than what the fuck you working with. I'm telling you, dang, I'm, this, I'm not making this shit up. This is facts. And all this shit is based on the fact that you are a black person and they see you as a motherfucking liability. They see you as somebody that's not going to be able to make their bills and pay their bills. And it's not because you can't. It's the ones that achieve, they get. You know what I'm saying? So if you go get this job and you get a degree and you do this, you do this, you get, you acquire. Okay. You stay at your company all these years, you move up, you acquire. Okay, but the ones that don't, the ones that don't make strides toward their credit scores, the ones that don't find an opportunity to open up some kind of line of credit and start building or, you know, have some kind of furtherance, some kind of trade, some kind of something that will put them in a higher bracket to be able to possibly even get a better interest rate. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just... <clears throat> It's totally fucked up how you're fighting to get ahead, but you're already starting off behind in the race. And then on top of that, walking outside your motherfucking door can get your head knocked off. Okay, so if you can live with that, live with it. Um, before I close out this segment, I'm gonna wrap up a few more little things. Um, Melania Trump probably feels black right now she probably feel like a negro um back on july 4th you know independence day i guess they pop fireworks over there which is crazy she's from slovenia and they actually you know had a celebration it's a celebration bitches and um they set her statue on fire they burnt her statue down um that's fucked up you should feel black or negroish or something you should feel some type of way when your home country is like, fuck you, bitch, and burn your motherfucking statue, bro. That is, ooh, Lord. So, um, as far as going back home, I ain't gonna say it ain't an option, but it ain't a good look, you know what I'm saying? And uh, last but not least, they say that since this pandemic has happened, the uh, credit market as a whole, it says that uh, Americans are rapidly shrinking the credit debt. You know what I'm saying? Things. So apparently, I don't know if it's the stimulus checks or what's going on. Maybe it's because people are not having to commute as much. You're not having to buy lunch and pay for groceries and get your kids this, get that. Instead of buying three different types of meal plans weekly and all this different shit, everybody's on like one meal plan. Everybody's at home. Everybody's eating, you know, full course meal. I ain't gonna say breakfast, lunch, and then I don't know what kind of schedule you want, but. I feel like this has been more cost effective. You're not you're not buying gas. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're paying all your bills on time. You know, you're covering your essentials. You're not just buying random shit because you got... It's, it's not like you're just making extra ass money. And it's not like you're just all in the stores just buying random ass shit. So, you're paying for shit online. You see you got a credit card bill. Instead of paying your monthly minimum, you might send them a whole hot hundred or something. And so that's how the situation is working because as opposed to having to fill up your tank every other week or every week or however your vehicle drinks gas, instead of having to do that shit, you're not having to do that shit. So that extra two or three hundred a month that you're spending in, in petrol, you're not having to do that shit. So that's the extra two or three hundred a month that you're able to put toward a credit card that better your credit, um, invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's 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 working for some strange reason the pandemic is fucked up because they're not handling the shit right and people is dying true that is but within the pandemic itself i know personally i've been able to make a few strides on on certain shit having a lot of i don't want to call i made my downtime uptime and i know many people that's doing the same so there is a upside to this as far as being cost effective um knowing how to survive with what you need you know what i'm saying knowing how to stock 
what you need, you know what I mean? And just, uh, you know, genuinely putting your, I'm going to say to a certain degree, your survival skills to the test. But, you know, I feel like as bad as the pandemic is because of COVID-19 and what it can possibly do to each individual or whatnot, um, the only people that's really taking the hit is major corporations, is... Uh, hold on, take that back. I don't want to say the only people, but the people that's taking the biggest hits <clears throat> are these major sports entities, these major corporations, these dining entities, the, the companies that feed off of each other that need this ad, that need this sports revenue. They need this, they, they need the school, they want the schools open because that's how they get the federal funded money. So everything is a guinea pig game to the higher ups, to the... Um, you know, the the Trumpers, you know what I'm saying? So, the base, you know what I mean? So, ultimately, they're playing games with our kids' health. They're playing games with these athletes' health. And at me as a grown man, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck how many seasons I done played. If I got X amount of millions sitting in the bank, and mind you, I said millions. If I got X amount of millions sitting in the bank, you can't make me catch, throw, shoot no jump shots, fuck with no footballs, no baseballs, no soccer balls, none of that BS until you can definitively say that y'all have made strides in the actual fucking cure for this shit because ain't nobody taking the initiative to say, put your mask on, sit your ass down. As soon as a motherfucker realized that he might not win an election, it was business as usual, and they started here in Texas with Greg Abbott, and Greg Abbott, Donald Trump, y'all are at the top of my goddamn shit list, and I'm not going to say what I want to say, but you know what I'm thinking. What's up, Pookie P713? It's time. We in the motherfucking building. Chill about topic of discussion. Um, we're gonna run through a few things right quick. You know what I'm saying? Just to go on, put it on out there. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Hold on, we got a motherfucker coming down the street. Sound like he running on straight flat tire, man. What's wrong with that boy? Um, yeah, but I don't know, you know, I'm not a modern day blues listener to her. I do more old school blues. But there is a modern-day blues singer goes by the name of Lady A. Actually, a black lady, you know what I'm saying? Well, the popular uh, Lady Antebellum group, who, uh, as I spoke on earlier, I guess they felt like, you know what I'm saying? They was doing some of that undertone-ass racism shit. You know, that I just jump up and feel guilty for no reason. I'm, I'm admitting I feel bad all of a sudden. So, you know, they want to change their name to Lady A. So they actually suing this lady to share her motherfucking name. Get off the gas, man. You been Lady Antebellum all this time? They not finna go back and change our album covers on that old shit. So ride with what you got. You ain't feel bad when you sitting up making a motherfucking million. So as I stated, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker done set up and killed George Floyd. Now everybody want to feel bad and admit to the fact that they was being fucking racist. You see what I'm saying? But let's not lose sight. Of the fact that, you know what I'm saying, we got a race issue going on, but we still got a police fucking with brothers issue. You know what I'm saying? The race issue been going on for years. The the your president is keeping that race issue up. That's like a whole nother thing. Um, speaking of that kind of shit, um, the NBA is allowing players to use phrases on the back of their jerseys to express how they feel. About the tone of the country and the world and shit right now. Well, uh, my guy Dame Lillard and um, your boy um, old Danny Green. You know, old shootout used to be used to. I think play for the Lakers now. Used to play for San Antonio. We got them rings over there in SA. But um, yeah, man, they both actually chose the phrase uh, "How many more?" And though it would seem original, it's not. 
because the NBA is allowing freedom of expression, but you're actually not allowing freedom of expression because you are pigeonholing these boys to picking a set of phrases off a off a predetermined list. So it's like, yeah, I'm getting to express myself, but you know, it ain't no different than say me designing a player in 2K. I can only do so much. I can only work with what they give me. So that's the that's the fucking issue. It's not like y'all letting them pick a three-letter phrase that they actually sat down and mustered out of their own damn mind. Y'all are allowing them, and the word is allowing them. And see, me, I'm be honest with you, just to make a statement, I wouldn't even buy into that bullshit. I'm going to rock my jersey. I'm going to rock my name. I'm going to keep on doing what the fuck I've been doing. Because now you are promoting and trying to get your point across, but you're doing it that way. And so it's like, I'm conforming off a list. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, kudos to those who going to do their motherfucking thing and represent those phrases. But, you know, if that shit only going to be for a game or two, you know, if, if they can only pick from a, a predetermined list, you know what I'm saying? You know, like y'all got them in the healthcare provider system. They can't go outside the system type shit. You know what I'm saying? How's that good? How's that beneficial? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just one thing. But, um, you know... Just speaking on the coronavirus and in general, between California and Texas and Florida, man, we've had fucking record numbers and shit. Shit's getting out of hand. And uh, these Republicans trying to hold that convention here in Houston, Texas. First of all, Greg, Greg Abbott fucked the whole, he fucked the whole, he fucked the church's money up, to, to, for lack of better words, you know what I'm saying? Um, and now you're trying to bring your buddies down here. Quit trying to smoke screen and monkey and, and monkey shine around here and fucking use us for guinea pigs and shit. You know what I mean? Quit playing with Houston, Texas of all places. You know what I'm saying? Quit playing with Texas in general, but definitely quit playing around here. Um, Mayor Turner and Judge Lena Hidalgo. Um, actually, I think she's in quarantine right now. She may have been close to some possible exposure type shit uh details i haven't really got on that i'm just i've got word you know what i'm saying i ain't really sat down and did research for myself um but yeah both of them especially my guy mayor turner they're trying to use the george r brown convention center if you're not familiar with houston that is like one of the biggest um multiple staging venues that we have in houston so i mean literally if you wanted to you can hold like two or three different events at that motherfucker at one time. It's actually um, what they actually use to feed the homeless during Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. And you know what I'm saying? It's it, uh, when we have disasters, food drives. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's pretty big. Um, they wanted to use that for their convention, and Mayor Turner said, "No, we're not going to allow you to come through here and spread this shit any further." You know what I mean? You know so. You don't give nobody a control locally from a state level. But what they do control locally, they control. So you got to respect that man's decision. So, uh, hey, you might not like it, but you motherfuckers can try. And, and, and honestly, they actually tried to sue to get it pushed through, but it was denied. So uh, I don't know the judge's name, but thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, man. Oh, ma'am. Sir, ma'am, thank you. Um, with that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up, and uh, we'll catch you on the next segment. Peter, below, chill by top of discussion. Peace. Switch. What it do, people? Welcome. Back. Welcome back to Chill by Topic Discussion, man. I'm your host, Pookie P713. Um, yeah, this is a knowledge train, you know what I'm saying? We try to um, bring you what we can and present it to you and, you know, let you put your take on it. But I guess the segment we want to, what we really want to touch on now is uh, the president's talking about withholding federal aid if schools don't reopen, get these schools back in now. Now, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, the school system, much like the prison system, is uh, a head count kind of game. And that's why they want you to make sure you have your children in school by X amount of time or don't even fucking bring them at all because we don't get credit for them. So now somebody has to sit and teach this person. 
but we're not getting paid for them. And believe it or not, there are a lot of schools that function this way. Um, hell, my high school that I went to uh, in A-Leaf uh, actually functioned exactly that motherfucking way. If your ass hadn't made it there, I want to say it was either 9. In middle school, I think it, it was either 9 or 10. Because, you know, we would start cutting up in middle schools, you know. That line Biggie had, um, you know, on Sky's the Limit about getting to school whenever, you know, before the cutoff, nigga. I felt that shit because we did that shit. But anyway, um, make a long story short, man. This motherfucker want to send these kids back. But the schools are state funded, man, on the state funded level. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're doing idle threats. But besides that, though. You got the white lady on TV. I ain't even trying to pull her name. Fuck her. No publicity. Um, she hollering by it. It's safe for kids to go to school. You know what I'm saying? And you got Fauci backpedaling now. It's like he's saying what he want to say. But he subliminally said what he want to say. He really said what they want him to say. Oh, the cool, cool, cool. Because even he on some. That's cool for the kids to go back to school. And I just don't know. Because, you know, I don't know if y'all don't remember the news, but that was a point when these kids, man, was getting sick and swelling up and dying and shit from the same shit. Like, it was affecting them differently. But opposed to that, though, you know, let's say you take your bomb, you know, your loved one, your kid, you drop them off at school, they go to school, they're in the classroom, 20, 30 motherfuckers, whatever, and um, they bring that shit home to you. Then you get sick, Okay. You a single parent. You out of there. You lose everything you got. Okay, two parents in the household. Now you got to figure out how to quarantine. It's just no win-win in the situation. So I don't know why the fuck we rolling the dice and continue to gamble and play guinea pigs with people's lives, first of all. Um, like, even here now, Mayor Turner and Judge Hidalgo want to shut the city down for two weeks. And I fucking totally agree with that shit because he want to do it to recalibrate the city. I want to do it just to do it. I don't even know why we opened up in the first place. Greg Abbott on some, well, if things don't get better, I'm threatening to shut this Texas down. I don't want to have to do it, but going to have to do it. Actually, homeboy, this your motherfucking fault. You shouldn't have never opened that shit up, but you was paddling around with Donald Trump, sending them motherfucker prison workers and shit to push his agenda when he was knocking people over up there, uh, you know, strutting through D.C. And, and, and going over there taking photo ops with the Bible that he ain't never picked up and read. So you was piling around with him about that shit. That's how we done got the federal aid down here to help with our shit. You know what I'm saying? Starting the day, all the major cities in Texas is getting federal aids at their hospital, but Houston's supposed to be getting the most because our cases is the worst. And that ain't nothing but a favor, man. Some throwback favor shit. You know, you listen to me, you follow me, I fucked your shit up, I'm going to send you some help. You know what I'm saying? That's that bullshit. Because honestly, as big as Texas is, it's pretty fucking rural in certain areas. So, it's some places in Texas, COVID shit never even made it to. Because people ain't got that kind of money to be doing that kind of traveling. But they got family. And when you don't know, you know what I'm saying? When you're not informed, okay, people still traveling. People still doing what they do. Okay, well now you're informed. So people shut the, sit the fuck down. People listening. Masked up. Sit down. Okay, well then you start getting mixed messages. Okay. Well, now people trying to figure out, well, fuck, I do want to go outside. Man, I do want to party. Hey, man, somebody did die in my family. I need to go to this funeral. Say, bro, uh, it's 4th of July. Let's do this. It was so much going on. You know what I'm saying? At the time, it was like mixed messages. You had uh, your gun carriers, you know what I'm saying? They all at, 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 at the Capitol Hills and all this shit. And all at the town halls and any steps they can stand on, man, with their guns and their pistols. We want to be outside. Next thing you know, the white man realized, hey, man, you know what? I got support. So he rolled with it. Now he stuck with it. He had every opportunity to sway back this way. You know what I'm saying? But what does he choose to do? He choosing to pander to his base, man. You know what I'm saying? So by you choosing that Confederate flag and them statues and them slave owners and shit, this shit has divided the country that much more at a time when we should have been trying to be unified. So here's the catch. I'm going to play with you on a whole lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? I might even let you play with me about my money. I'm still going to whoop your ass. But I might let you play with me about my money. You know what I'm saying? It's certain shit I'm going to let you play with me about. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing 
you can definitively know you not fit to play with my kids. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is my children will not be doing classroom instruction because another motherfucker say that's what they need to do. I run this here. You know what I'm saying? My wife run this here. So if they if it was good enough for them to be safe and finish up the school year last year at home, it's gonna be safe. It's gonna be starting. We starting. We starting off this school year the same way we ended last school year. Until you motherfuckers can definitively say we got a cur, you know what I'm saying? A shot, a pill, a motherfucking some some kind of vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Because a test don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? You take any standardized test that's trying to mark aptitude, nigga. That shit is only as good as the motherfuckers that put that shit together. And who's to say? They may think they smart. They could be the dumbest motherfuckers in the room. I think we got a lot of that shit going on anyway. Motherfuckers sit back and read what another motherfucker's saying and try to uh, preform their shit together. And both now all you motherfuckers sounding stupid. If you, first of all, if you're a grown ass man, be a grown ass man. This go for Trump supporters and anybody that's following any motherfucking body. Nigga, it's okay for you to bounce ideas off of me. And it's okay for me to bounce ideas off of you. But if you think for one motherfucking second, I'm finna change up any goddamn thing I've been doing that got me this far in life. Past my safety net and what the fuck I know to be prosperous, you can kiss my motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, my children's at home. I don't need your inputs. You know what I'm saying? Um, P double O, Pookie P713. I just wanted to uh touch on that. I probably went long and mixed some extra shit in there too. But um, fact of the matter is, don't let nobody tell you how to dictate your shit, how to run your household, and more so what to do with your children. Because a motherfucker tell you how and what to do with your children, but ain't raised their children right and or ain't got no children. So on that note, hey. Just make something up. That's especially, isn't it? What it do, what it do? It's your boy, Pookie P713. Man, I want to touch on some shit right quick. Uh, I was actually speaking to a friend of mine, and I was trying to relate to him. Somehow we started talking about, uh, okay, yeah, a nigga was jamming Biggie, sky's the limit. And I may mention that Biggie only really had two published albums, and both of them was classic. And so somehow we started talking about Tupac and rolling into Pac and Pac's bodies of work and, um, you know, this, that, and the other with Pac. And um, I may mention to my buddy, I was like, bro, Tupac, you know, had like, you have to divide Pac's music, not the man. You have to divide Tupac's music. And what I mean by that is, you know, he was raised in a socially conscious household. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, because my boy went into the fact his mama smoked rocks and they was Black Panthers and yada, 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 yada. So I don't want to start entangling the man, you know what I'm saying, into the music. Because I, what I want to point out is the separation of the music. My boy went on to say, uh, should ignite a ruthless motherfucker, and he was doing some shit with the slow dev, go Google Jimmy Kimmel, and the nigga was injecting motherfuckers with AIDS, that's how easy he got, like, that's a whole nother subject that I will have to dig into, and when I get the info that I'm looking for, I will bring that to y'all just to, you know what I'm saying, coincide with what my boy said, just because if that shit's true, then we need to expose Shug's ass too, but, um, I will fact check all of that shit later. What I'm speaking on is, if you listen at the, uh, my boy even went on to say Pac was a damn good actor and, and this, that, and the other, but that's what I'm saying. I don't want to start jumble cluster fucking the man's bodies of work with the man's musical catalog. You know what I'm saying? So, to be honest with you, that was a, a, and he even brought something I wasn't paying attention to. That was a digital underground pop, too. That was a roadie, dress-up, funny, you know, trying to get off in the mix, too, pop. But anybody knows if you're really trying to get to your ultimate goal, dog, you're going to, you ain't going to say take no losses, but you're going to bend 
but don't break. I'm trying to get where you're trying to go, you know what I'm saying? But uh, ultimately, you got the Brenda's got a baby, and you know that was like a whole everything. Even when he's riding with the outlaws, like a lot of that was socially conscious. You know, it wasn't really so much fuck the police. It was pretty much like fuck the police because the police are fucking us. You know what I'm saying? And then you had the, um, what I call like the enlightenment period. Because I was like, you know, middle school age, you know, coming of age type of little deal. You had to, I get around error. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, it pretty much showed us how to have a good time in the summertime and some of this shit was needed, you know what I'm saying, and that was probably Pac's, before Pac got with Death Row, that was the height of Tupac's musical career, it was around that era, the I Get Around era, nigga was having fun, he was doing his thing, then come the rape allegations, I believe it was rape allegations, and the whole prison stint, okay, now here comes the Death Row, the Death Row bell out, Death Row music, Death Row sound, Death Row tone, and then you have After Death Row, which is the Machiavelli album. You know what I'm saying? And the music that was like released shortly after that. All of that whole stuff he recorded, which was basically anti-Death Row. Basically, kind of, I'm still hollering fuck everybody. But I ain't hollering fuck everybody because Death Row said fuck everybody. I'm hollering fuck everybody because I can definitively say... I rap better than all these niggas got more swag than all these niggas. So it was a fuck everybody. It was like a true. It was like, okay, when he was hollering fuck everybody for death row, that was crew love shit. When on that Machiavelli shit, if that motherfucker hollered your name and told you fuck you, you best believe that was personal. That ain't had nothing to do with Suge. He actually was probably screaming fuck Suge in the in, in, in the ad lib track somewhere. You just didn't hear it. It was probably dampered or something. But I personally fucking guarantee you that um everybody that he spoke of on that album right there it was a real fuck you if he spoke your name during the death row days that was a marketing ploy that was a marketing scheme records had to be sold we have to keep the beef up you know what i'm saying i'm not saying shit wasn't just no whole ass nigga you know what i'm saying i'm sure that was some validity you know to the um the threats, you know, or whatever went on, but the fact of the matter is, you know, they operated under a dictatorship, and so he put out the type of music to please your boss, you know what I'm saying, well, I do know he was contractually obligated to do X amount of albums for Death Row, so apparently the All Eyes on Me, which got counted as a double, double one album, you know anything about music a double CD counts as two albums even though it's one body of work it, it charts double um so that's how he met his contractual obligations death row so the, actually the Machiavelli album you know what I'm saying was on some fuck death row I'm out of here shit but of course I believe it got released on death row just because he died in the midst of all these you know contract workings and according to my boy, according to the to the movie, you know, apparently Suge had the nigga dead to rights. Um, some shitty old type shit, but that's every fucking record label. That's why artists are so hell-bent on going independent and doing their own shit. Because you take a 10-cent piece of bubblegum from one of these motherfuckers, they charging you $10. You know what I'm saying? So you take your fucking Bentley or something. You know, a $300,000 car may just cost you a milli for what they're going to charge you in interest and, you know, shit like that. But ultimately, though, our artists aren't smart. Motherfuckers getting fucked over. It happens. You're eager to get on. It happens. You know, Pac was eager to not sit in jail and get out and get back to doing what he loves. It happens. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's hard. It's a hard pill for niggas to swallow when they see that. In so many words, Tupac sold his soul for a jelly roll. Though on his way out, he tried to gain his notoriety back. I'm going to be honest with you, them death row days, that was some of the jamminess ass music ever made. The nigga actually started hitting numbers record-wise that he probably wasn't hitting prior to. But ultimately, 
like I said, man, I ain't gonna, say, I ain't gonna just sit up and say that nigga sold his soul for a jelly roll, but he played his role on that team. You know what I'm saying? And did what he had to do. And when it got to a point where he wasn't contractually obligated to have to continue to play with these niggas, you see what happened. So I ain't finna be the nigga to say, oh, shit, had Pac here. Nah, this all fly ass shit. I just wanna be the nigga to say, Tupac had multiple bodies of work. Biggie had two bodies of work. Those two bodies of work are classic. I would have to go through multiple Tupac albums and pull you multiple songs together to put something up against Biggie shit. You know what I'm saying? Basically, what I'm saying is Tupac's early music was spotty. If it applied to you, it jammed to you. It wasn't really no true hits in there. It was some true gems in there. When Tupac got with Death Row, from Death Row on out, everything was a motherfucking hit. But it was the whole stigma, the whole mystery, because it wasn't different, no different than what Cash Money and, and, and No Limit was doing in New Orleans. You know, they were stunning, showing jewelry, talking about this, talking about that. But you already had one of the most prolific, well-spoken, well-versed, easily one of the best delivery rapping MCs ever, you know what I'm saying, but he ended up having to take all of that, all of that raw talent and funnel it through anger, you know what I'm saying, and it actually worked, if you look at Eminem, all his angry shit, so the shit he's done here in the last 10 years ain't doing a goddamn thing, angry rap sales, Tupac came out with angry rap on death row, all eyes on me, super, super platinum. Following shit, Machiavelli, which shouldn't have been a death row release, but fell on death row, was actually an angry body of work, and it jams like eat motherfucker. Now, see, those two albums, those last two Tupac albums, I will put up against Biggie's only two albums, simply because the merit, the weight, the skill portrayed, the the aura, the, the, the whole, you bought into Bad Boy, you bought into death row. You may have not been standing there with them niggas, but when you listen to that music, you felt like you was a part of that organization. At that particular, for those three minutes and 40 seconds, whatever the fuck, you felt like you was a part of that organization. So, those, Pac's last two bodies of work and Biggie's only two bodies of work, those are the ones I would put up against each other. Pac's early music, Pac was a soothsayer. You know what I'm saying? On a level like Marvin Gaye, what's going on? He was already talking about shit that we still dealing with today. That's what makes his early works timeless and classic. This, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit that he did on Death Row, bro, you know what I'm saying? The only social conscious song that motherfucker really put out on um, All Eyes On Me was To Live And Die In L.A., if you ask me. Everything, everything else died was, you know, it was stunning in front on the whole. But anyway, Pookie P, P double O, P double O, just sharing my thoughts, man. I ain't really trying to offend nobody. I'm not saying Tupac's not a good rapper, and I'm not really saying Tupac sold his soul. If a motherfucker bail you out of jail for a million dollars, I'm finna give you the live and shit you can get. And if you tell me to say fuck that nigga, guess what I'm saying? Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? P double O, P. Hello, motherfucker. CBD, chill by topic discussion, podcast, Pokey P713, I'm your host, that's gonna pretty much wrap up the show for the day, be sure to catch us on Instagram at Pokey P713, um, Facebook, chill by topic discussion, chill by topic discussion gaming, uh, find us on Twitter, Pokey P713, holla at me, I am very responsive, I'll get right back to you, um, we on other outlets too, catch us on Twitch, we game streaming like you move, and um, Without a bunch of shit going on, you can just Google Pookie P713 and it'll take you to pretty much every outlet we got going. Um, I'm going to dig through the crates, man. Find y'all some musical selections and edit this shit. Put it out, man. And this is the hottest one. You know what I'm saying? We got it going. P double O. Peace. Yo, in the 2000s, I ain't gonna finish this thing. It's all really. P double O. Got shit on solo. Airdrop, the receipts coming right back in.
Watch me, 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 watch me